Will I get cancelled if I call these two ladies harlots on TV? I don't know. Well, there's only one way to find out. Okay, there's only one way. I found out, haven't I? Top of Wrestling with your host, OGM AD Professor. Good shit. Late to every episode. Late so much, I'm going to have to buy you a pregnancy test. Bob Rude. <laughs> I want to be a podcaster. Yay! It's my Daddy. name, Kenta. I'm going to call him Kenta. Dynamite drop in, Monty. That broadcasting school is really paying off for you. <laughs> You're so high, you don't even know it. Oh, I'm a boy. You ready for a scotch ad? We don't know anything about him. <laughs> the only thing he's got in his wallet is a bunch of names of whorehouses. <laughs> That's flare! <laughs> <laughs> Probably looks like Jim Duggan digging the tape out of his crotch. Benoit, enjoy my wife. <laughs> That's a bold statement, Cotton. Oh my god, mine just stopped recording. No, we're good. We're still recording. What a dick! <laughs> I'd cease and desist me. I'd cease and desist me hard. I need a minute to recover off that. What kind of game is it? War games! Let a war! War games! You are impressionist. I have, yeah, I know. That's the only thing I've said in the last half hour. Bark, Bark like, like a, a dog. dog. <laughs> oh, 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 jinx. Holy shit. How did that actually happen? Here we go. Good wrestling day. It's Wednesday, and you know what that means. The Top of Wrestling is back for another show in the never-ending Season 5. That's right. You know what we're talking about if you've been paying attention. I am the Professor Mark Fantasia, welcoming you back to another fun show. And thank you so much for listening to us on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And guess what? If you subscribe, like, and share, you get the chance to listen to every one of our episodes. So, hey, do that. It's cool. And, uh, hey, look at this week. We got some news. We got to bring it to the table. We got the continuation of the Monday Night Wars in probably one of the more epic nights, I feel like, of all time when it comes to the kickoff of the real uh, Attitude Era. We even got... Our movie of the week, one of the biggest movies that probably started our movie saga to the show. Now, look it. I want to say something. You know, when we talk about our fantasy draft, we said we are a stable. And I, I won two seasons, ODM. I was absolutely happy when he won the first season, or his first season in, when we got in together. But... We're not going to be like a stable that I'm waiting to stab him in the back just like every other stable. We're like the Briscoes. When Jay won the title, Mark never challenged him or was mad at him like a Matt and Jeff Hardy situation. There's no turning involved and it's never going to happen. So let me tell you right now, me, myself, I'm not as high in the rankings as I'd like to be. But me, the medium man, and the big man, ODM. We still plan to carve you up. Damn straight, same as it ever was. Hey, Professor, hey, wrap that shit up, B. We got to keep moving. We, we got a big night ahead of us. Five words, eat a dick, go Bills. The top tier of podcast entertainment. 
<laughs> wow, that's a very fantastic Matt Menard impression. I almost may, may need you to go back to doing impressions oh, one no, day, man. Dear God, no. <laughs> if we did all current wrestlers, it could be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, when we say same as it ever was, when I say ODM is putting an ass whooping on everybody in the league, no one can touch him by at least like already 80 points. Um, when last week, when you heard him go, uh, Samoa Joe champion, blah, 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 champion, blah, 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 champion. Yeah. He had like three defenses this past week. <laughs> uh, one of his guys, I think won a title. I uh, won a title. One girl lost the tag titles, but one of my other roster members won it. So fantastic <laughs> i'm not in last i think i'm like i, I think what is there seven eight people You're now in this league all together i am the <laughs> mid i'm in the very very mid card that's funny yeah my name in this all right so i think we may have brought this up before oh, we but... definitely talked about it yeah all right yeah so you're odm in there um and i am i didn't want to go with just professor i Wanted to go with something different, and I went with Midcard Mafia. Well, for all intents and purposes, I'm only Destruction Matters. That's true. On here, you'll never know. Yep. All right, man. Let's get in to the news. Go ahead. Yeet! All right. Starting off with, well, we found out who Logan Paul is going to be fighting next, and we found out who Roman Reigns is going to be fighting next. You know, I saw a meme today. It was the it was the uh, crown jewel photo, the promo package with both of them, and the caption underneath said, "Looks like a ro- the cover of a romance novel my mom would read back when I was young." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they even held a, a pre-fight. Conference. Well, you know what? Maybe people would read it even in 2022. Yeah, you never know. Reminds me of Fabio, uh- right? Uh, yeah, they had a little press conference. Heyman and Reigns did their thing. Logan Paul didn't do too bad. Um, you know, it was cool. Solo was there with his uh, newly won North American title. But whatever, man. Uh, ultimately, this is just a stopping point. Um, whatever. Logan Paul versus Roman Reigns. Okay. You know? Uh, Tell me you weren't a little bit happy with what you saw on Sunday afternoon with the, the little meme that I put out there. Well, shit, if this YouTuber can main event for the title at Crown Jewel, maybe the top of wrestling hosts have a chance at making it one day. So you're saying I have a chance. <laughs> like You're saying like one in a hundred? I'm saying like one in a billion. <laughs> um, question. Let's play all sides here, okay? First, the what if. The what if factor. Does it happen? Nope. Can you imagine the mainstream attention it could bring to people who are not fans of WWE? I think you've already done it. If Just that press conference alone. Got eyes on you. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I like that. Thank you. Okay. Look at I'm not fighting for him to win this title. Dear Lord, do I not want him to win this title? Because I have a theory on other things coming up soon when we get into the news here. But no, 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 no. I, I, I think that I, I just want to, I guess, entertain it for a moment. I uh I saw a fan's uh fantasy booking and I liked it. I think it was uh Survivor Series, no, TLC, Rollins versus Reigns. Both titles strapped up. They both climb the ladder, they're both fighting, and as they fall away and go through a table, they both pull down one strap. Reigns has held the universal title for like seven hundred days or some ridiculous nonsense. He pulls that one down, Rollins pulls the other Good. one down. Reigns doesn't lose. He keeps his streak intact, but he still hasn't beaten Rollins. 
Not against it, but wins. Wait, now, you're saying TLC, or do you mean Extreme Rules? Uh, I think actually, I think what he said was Survivor Series have a TLC match between them, or our okay. match. Now, well, let's bump ourselves ahead for a moment because we did hear just early, actually earlier today before recording. It's pretty official. There are going to be two War Games matches at Survivor Series: one men's, one women's. Me, I'm putting my money that all five Bloodline members are in there. Fifth, 100% is Sammy Uso. And, uh, Sa- Sammy Uso? Sammy Zane. <laughs> Sammy Uso. I'm going to start calling him that from Sammy now on. Oose. I love it. Dude, he's the honorary Uso. I love it. Like, that's... <laughs> it's... The whole... I can't get enough of watching it. I haven't gotten myself on board to watch Raw. Right. SmackDown, I am 100% there for Sami Zayn, and Jay Uso hates him. Look at the press conference pictures. He can't stop looking over like, the fuck is I this love that Sammy was there, here? too. It was so great. <laughs> it was awesome! So, what I'm saying is, here's my personal predictions for Survivor Series War Games. I'm only throwing out the men's. Survivor Series, Survivor Series is going to be after Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. So, the Logan Paul match is already before that. That's November 5th. Okay. So, there's no chance of the title splitting as Survivor Series like that guy said. Maybe at Extreme Rules, coming up soon, that would be a possibility. But, if it was me, you keep Roman as your champion, Usos as your champions... And Solo, oh, by the way, there's another champion you won. You won a title with that one, too. Yeah. Solo Sokoa won awesome. the, uh, the North American Championship. <laughs> Guy gets half called up to the main roster. Hey, do me a favor. Go back down. Grab that other title before you come <laughs> back up fully. All right. But I think it's going to be all of Bloodline versus Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, the Brawling Brutes, which would be Ridge Holland and Butch, Butch. or Pete Dunne. And Kevin Owens, because it mixes into all that storyline that we're already been slightly pushing. That's my prediction. I think you're pretty. I think you're pretty close. I would say Logan Paul's going to factor in there somewhere, just to follow up. On yeah. Again, no. I'm not saying it's the right idea. I'm saying I think that's what's going to happen. Fair enough. All right. So now that we've talked about that. I will at least say that the Usos are set to defend the tag titles against Ridge Holland and Butch this coming Friday night on SmackDown because they won a fatal four-way this past Friday. I don't think they dropped the titles. Mm. Not yet. No? No. Okay. Not, you know who's going to help him win it is Honorary Us, Sammy <laughs> Uso. All right, man. Any other news you got? All right, well, it looks like some of the suspensions from the infamous uh, backstage brawl at AEW have been lifted. Uh, It's for the periphery people, uh, Daniels, uh, Nakazawa, the Cutlet, uh, Pet Buck. So there's that. And uh, the Bucks and their ever-changing Twitter handle uh, have changed their Twitter handle now to Suspended AF. Uh, So doesn't that tell you a touch... May not work, but everything's resolved and we're about to 
embark into making some money off this? Nope. I think it's just them wow. being stupid. Because they're fucking touch okay. holes. Did you see the picture of Kenny Omega with the, the bite, bite mark, mark on his arm this past weekend? <laughs> Tough break. Huh. It's, it's like when a battered woman goes in public, you're like, wow, she Jesus definitely does get beat. The answer's Christ. right there. And you're like. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Talking about Triple H beating That's the shit out of Vince. That's not how I meant it. I... <laughs> Just talking about Triple H beating the shit out of Vince McMahon's last attempt to fucking undermine him. Uh, you know what you seen on uh, Braun Breaker's new entrance? Just take the entrance where he kicked the NXT logo in half and just reverse it's it. It's just the kick. Just reverse it. Just play it backwards. Yeah, basically uh, Triple H has had made no bones about it. He's like, hey, Vince, remember when you screwed my baby and you just burned it all to the ground? Fuck you, it's back. Use Shawn Michaels as your voiceover for it, which was kind of okay. I would have rather heard Triple H's voice on it, but I think that's almost too much a nail in the coffin as to what you're alluding to. Right. Uh, you know, it's like, well, I'm not going to say it. I'll have my best friend say it. <laughs> I'll have my friend but say it. But it was cool. Great logo. It was cool how the it went from the 2.0 back to just the black and gold. It's very awesome. So, uh, good things to come, I guess. Yeah, hopefully we get Poppy at the next takeover. Um, I know I threw this next one in on my own. Actually, the last I've, couple of things are on me. Yeah, I've heard about the one that you're about to bring up. Yeah, I've, I've heard about, so I'm excited. I guaranteed you don't. I guarantee you don't know what the second one is, which is nope, hysterical. Sure don't. That's all right. So the first, the biopic Iron Claw, which is about the Von Erich family, which is going to be, uh, I guess, a drama type movie. You know, uh, about this entire Shit. family, and you don't even their... have to embellish much. Right, no, but I'm just saying, like, what it is and their their life is being turned into a movie. And notable names are involved in this. Zach Efron is going to be playing Kevin Von Erich. Jeremy Allen White, which you may know him from Lip as, or as Lip in Shameless or The Chef in Bear, the new, ep- or the new oh, show no that's shit. on Hulu. Okay. Yep. And Harris Dick, and he's going to be playing... Fucking Carrie Von Eric. When you look at the picture of him, I was like, wow. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. Dude, it's there. And and Zach looks just like, not just like, but a, a good a, enough Kevin. Bro. And then Harris Dickinson, who I'm not very familiar with, is uh-huh. playing David Von Eric. Okay. Look, David- all I'm going to say is no spoilers. Absolutely. <laughs> David David was the first one. Well, he actually wasn't, but he's the one that died in Japan, right? He was the one that was slated to be NWA champ. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, okay. Yeah. Yep. Dude, Kevin in uh, the Dark Side of the Ring, you know, the only one left. Dude, talk about being able to see it on somebody's face. Yeah. I mean, and it's great. You see his land. He's living in Hawaii in this beautiful fucking paradise. He, talk about deserve. That dude fucking deserves it. He deserves every, you know. Oh, dude, that one's a fucking heartbreaker. Carrie always bothered me, man. I'm like, oh, dude, like, you were one of the Von Erichs that finally made it to WWE, right? and you were there, and, I, and I'm like, Yeah, but oh, he had half man, a foot just... when he did it. Yeah, well, look what fucking Zach Gowan did in 2003. You know what I mean? Like, Got thrown around by Brock Lesnar. Okay. <laughs> um, last thing I want to bring up. It says in here, 
Bodie Mania. <laughs> You're like, what in the fuck is that? Yeah. You know who Bodie is. My nephew that you met at All oh. Out, multiple All Outs now. So I didn't get a chance to tell you this. The day after All Out, Kieran a hangover. And we're all talking about, hey, how long are you guys going to be in town with the RV? I don't know, man. Last year we were here way later than we wanted to be. I know we stayed for Bodie's birthday. Oh, hey, Bodie, do you want to tell Uncle Mark what the uh, the theme is this year? Sure. Wrestling. Mm. Mm. They are renting a giant inflatable boxing ring. Same difference, right? That holds up to 500 pounds. Yeah. (laughs) Up to 500 pounds. So the kids can have their own Royal Rumble, which is absolutely awesome. So that boy won't be there? No, he exceeds the limit. He would have to even (laughs) couldn't even step into half the corner. And nice reference. Um, And every year when they have a theme... They go hardcore. One year it was Jurassic Park. Everybody wins something. You know what I mean? Like, it's a big thing. Here is what the family is going as. Bodie is going as Darby Allen. Sweet. And let me tell you, they don't fuck around. He's going to look like him. My smart-ass godson nephew is going as Rowdy Roddy Piper. Nice. Bo is going as Sting. Fucking naturally. You knew that was going to be. You know, nice. remember the whole night? Last oh, yeah. year, where's Sting? Is he out yet? Where is he? Where is he? Um, and Co and her and her sister-in-law are going as the Bella Twins. So, I have to figure out what I'm doing because I was like, I need to know what you guys are doing because I need to figure out which costumes I'm going to be using that week. They're like stooms, yeah, mm-hmm. stooms. Seth Franklin, Seth Franklin <laughs> Rollins. Well. Mrs. Professor may be doing that because she has that mask. The mask. That, from that's that the night. most terrifying mask ever. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, is that Mark? Is it Seth Rollins? That's kind of Jesus. Odd. But or or Jesus. Ah, Jesus. I like him very much. Um, well, I just gave that half anyway. So just wanted to let you know. I thought that was really cool. We, today it was all being disgusting conversation. But once they said. He's going to be Darby. He's going to be Piper. I was like, oh, my God. I thought I was going to pull off a half-ass Hulk Hogan, but never mind. We're going all out on this one, man. And I'm, look at I got the beard and the hair. Could do punk. But I'm also trying to think of other options, you know. But they, I, but like I said, I want to do multiple. I think I'm going to paint before I go there so it's uh, nice and solid. Go with someone with painted face. <gasps> Tamatanga. Oh. Speaking Ain't nobody realer than gorilla. <laughs> Scare the shit out of the kids. If you want, I, if you want, I could like drunkenly crash my car into the ring and come as Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Wait, hang on! I almost knocked my shit off the dresser. <laughs> hang on! Wait. All right, look at. Uh, I mentioned these earlier. Everybody, a little top of wrestling uh, history moment here for us. Took five seasons. Um, I've been set in the same area. Since the beginning of what, 2019, when we began doing this, right in 2019, and um, I'm being kicked out of my area. My wife needs the area, and we're I'm relocating to a different spot in the RV, and things are in transition. I pre-told ODM, hey man, don't make me laugh too hard, because I may knock things off of the the dresser as things are here. And one little laugh, man, this fucking podcast. 
That one almost did it. <laughs> Fucking Jeff Hardy. That was a good one. All right, man. Let's talk about anything that's happened this past week that's kind of notable. Uh, as I've already mentioned, Solo not only won the North American title, but he gained you some points and kicking everybody else's ass. Tyler Bate and J.D. McDonough, or however the fuck. I mean, just go back to Jordan Devlin. We'll get there, I'm sure. Everybody's getting their name back. Uh, they both want a piece of Braun Breaker, which I think is cool. I think it's going to be a nice triple threat. Um, did you get a chance to actually watch the Worlds Collide match between Breaker and Tyler Bate? I did not. Ooh, wow. Actually just got the chance to see it. And do you know how Tyler Bate, uh, Tyler Bate likes to do that? Uh, if you throw him at the rope, he bounces off of it with the top of his head and then kind of comes back at you, where he kind of goes at the rope like a ping and comes back. Mm. Okay. He's done that a lot, and then he comes back with like a clothesline or something like that. It's just kind of like a Dean Ambrose half coming out of the rope, coming back in kind of bullshit, right? Okay, gotcha. You throw him at the rope, he hits the top one with his head and his arms, bounces off, it comes back with a clothesline. Best counter possible, Braun Breaker fucking spears the shit out of him, <laughs> and that's how he won the title. And I was like, that was awesome. It was a great move, and I, I very impressive. Um, but damage control, now I'll, I lost you points, but damage control, uh, they are the new tag team champions. Bailey said it was going to happen, and it happened. Man, I kind of want to see her with the title now where they hold all the gold on Raw. Be kind of a cool thing. Yeah, I can't say anything without being perverted, so we can move on. You're such a... Uh, All right, let's move on to Dynamite. So we knew Moxley was going to win against Guevara, and then Brian Danielson, he defeated Chris Jericho in the finals. And the best sign possible, best placement possible... CM Punk owns the Bucks. <laughs> Noise. Dead center of Danielson and Moxley, where the uh, camera men were like, we're kind of fucked. This is our closing <laughs> yeah, one. Right. Like, we don't even have other cameras in place. Everybody turned off already. They're like, oh, we're good. We got it, right? <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Uh, we had another AEW turn, turn, turn. Out of randomness, I don't understand it. Pack is giving an interview about who is next North American, not I'm sorry, North Atlantic uh, challenger will be, and out of nowhere, Orange Cassidy sucker punches him in the face. Very uncouth of Orange Cassidy. Now, I've been Indeed. calling for his heel turn for quite some time, but or to to be done. Not saying it's going to happen, just saying I want it to be done. But just random, out of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, who the fuck knows? Listen, I don't know what they're doing. They've been teasing this since the pay-per-view uh, with these two, and I don't know why. Let's not get it twisted. Their match uh, previously was really, really, really good, uh, and unexpectedly so. But it was lightning in a bottle. Why are we doing this again? Figure out what you're going to do. If this is maybe your vehicle to rebrand orange cassidy then i'm all for it then let's fucking do it but let's get away from this gimmick and do something different i 100 percent agree <coughs> and they had another 
turn as Matt Hardy just all of a sudden out of random was like, Hey, Darby, you did that suplex to my brother on some chairs several months ago, and all of a sudden it just got me thinking, let's have a match. <sighs> Better late Fuck. than that, huh? It's just, jeez. And then Jungle Boy did lay down a uh, open challenge and defeated Jay Lethal. I'm down with that. I yeah, guess. it's just it, it's 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 frustrating because Jay Lethal has come in and has just basically laid down for everybody. Oh, he's jobbed everybody. I hope he's getting paid well. Hmm. Um, all right, so tonight is Grand Slam, and we have Dynamite Grand Slam, and we have Rampage Grand Slam. You have the World Title Finals, as we've said, Danielson and Moxley. We'll get to all the winners in a second. We'll kind of give our predictions, but you have. Also, Acclaimed versus Swerve in Our Glory 2. I'm sorry, Swirly. Uh, the ROH title is on the line on the line for some random reason. Chris Jericho learned, uh, earned a shot against Claudio Casagnoli. Pac will take on Orange Cassidy. And in the women's paper title match, it will be Tony Storm defending against Serena Deeb, Athena, and Britt Baker. So basically, almost the match at All Out, just minus like one or two different, you know, it's, ugh. Yep. All right. Tony will probably retain, right? Who? Uh, I certainly, I, I, okay. So again, you, you got to understand when I give my responses to these, it's not always what I, what I want or what I think is reasonable. No, I no, no. Right what, now is going to be what we think will happen. Okay. What I think will happen, Storm. I could see there's no reasonable thing that would cause Storm. She just won it. She's over as hell. She's possibly the best wrestler in the women's division. Why would you take it off of her right away? Storm retains. Okay. I 100% agree. Plus, it's just out of nowhere, so it makes no Plus sense. That is. Uh, I don't see Orange Cassidy defeating Pac. Uh, no, I don't either. And if they do, uh, I might just stop watching AEW. <laughs> We're getting there, man. It's becoming... Semi unwatchable, not even semi. I'm sorry, it's already semi unwatchable. Uh, there's no way in hell Jericho wins ROH's title, so we'll just move on. I think Acclaim finally takes the titles. Hopefully, I, I totally could see that. I feel like this is uh, Tony's, TK's, uh, half assed. Uh, Oops, I got it wrong at all. Yes, out. <laughs> yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I rewatched that. It's a solid match. The crowd was there. Yeah. Um, they, they, if they had pulled the trigger, it would have been one of the greatest moments in their company's history. But and did you see nope. uh, Cena gave props to Max Caster? Yeah, dope. Yep, I'm loving it. Yeah, me um, too. yeah, like some McDonald's. And then we got the World Title Finals. Will be Brian Danielson versus <laughs> fuck you, John Moxley. I don't think Moxley wins this. I actually think Danielson does. I don't think Danielson wants the title. Hmm. I think. It doesn't matter about that. I'm asking who wins. I think. (laughs) What does Tony do? I think what's going to happen is Moxley's going to win. Moxley was supposed to be on vacation for a few weeks. Then they, you know. Then he's supposed to be here today. Exactly. I think he's going to win. MJF's going to attack him. He's going to go out on an injury angle to get his vacation. And then just come back for what, full gear? Well, no, they'll vacate it again and they'll have another tournament. 
Jesus, <laughs> no. Jesus. You know what's f- fucking sad is you're right. That's what is likely to happen. The funniest thing I did see is that if Danielson wins, it'll be the third time that Punk has dropped a title and or dropped himself and left out of a company and he became the world champion off of it. Oh, maybe that's Vonner, what they're going to do. Just WWE, of that. And then here, I guess, you know, <laughs> hey, just like our thing, same as it ever was. Uh, and then also this Friday for Grand Slam, you got Jade Cargill will be defeating Diamante. Sting and Darby Allen will be taking on Brody King and Buddy Matthews. Samoa Joe and Wardlow, for some reason, will be taking on Tony Nese and Josh Alexander <laughs> like it's going to matter. And Hook and Action Bronson will be taking on Matt Menard and Angelo Parker. I want those guys to win because it'll get me some points. There you go. The top tier in fantasy wrestling. <laughs> well, let's bring some top tier shit to the bring it to the table. That was fucking bad. That was fuck. Boom! Just bring it, bitch! Oh my god! Spaghetti, pot, wall, throw. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go first or second? Hey, all I got is hit the music. The bills make me wanna shout. Kick your heels up and shout. Throw your hands up and shout. Throw your head back and shout. Come on now, the bills are making it happen now. Stand up now, come on and shout. Yeah, 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 yeah. feel like you don't know how to react to something <laughs> that sums it up <laughs> i can look at you it's probably how you feel by looking at what i wrote there i can't wait on, to hear uh, what you have to, to say the table. yeah i can't wait do you know who this girl is uh the one that wears pajamas right yes okay so on nxt i've had the chance to finally start to see who wendy Chu hey Chu, this league is restricted so don't tell him you're jewish okay fine <laughs> Isn't that her name? Isn't it Wendy Chu in that? No, it's Wang. I thought the same thing. It's Wang. Huh? This is my friend, Mr. No, Wang. Calls... No offense. Oh. No, wait. Do me a favor while I'm bringing this up. Maybe look into Ladybugs. I'm 99% sure. Oh, Ladybugs, sure. I think you're nailed. Yeah, Roddy Dangerfield. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She's the one that likes butterflies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Chu. Chu. Are you sneezing or are you celebrating? Okay. Okay. I'm Sorry. treading lightly on how I'm wording this. But she is perfect for 2022. She is a very stereotypical Asian American girl who's just I don't know into like everything you see online, like all uh, what a uh, a young kid or what, like a I don't know a tweener. What the fuck are they even called nowadays? Fucking butterflies. I don't know. Anyway, let's move kids, to the wars. It, Marty, you've got to come back with me. Where? Back to the future. Wait a minute, Doc. What are you talking about? What happens to us in the future? What, we become assholes or something? Give me a hell yeah. You see, late last night, while Dustin was reading 
Dakota, the three little pigs, I have his old lady, Marlena, squealing like a pig. Uh, we don't need to hear this. And right when I hit her, bent over for that last glorious position, Whoa. I slipped and fell in the bathtub and broke my arm. What? You know, I had that entire <clears throat> Monday Night Wars package to really kind of think about what I wanted to say and reply to your bringing to the table, but <clears throat> let's just move on. All right, we had WWF one night only in Birmingham, Alabama. No, Birmingham, England. Every time they said that, I just wanted to keep saying it. I wanted to just be like, this is in Alabama. And you also had the Monday Night Raw and Nitro to follow two days later. So let's break it on down. Break it on down. Uh, I love the little Skybox office. This was Skybox office, which is the was the British uh, distributor of WWF material back in the days. Uh, complete ripoff of the Fox fucking thing, the, the Fox 21st century with the, the logo. Complete ripoff. I don't know how they got away with that. Um, starts with a quick uh, British Bulldog promo recap of him winning the IC title and the European title. Uh, open up with Triple H versus Dude Love. Uh, Dude Love does a promo on the Tron. He does a bad English accent. He's talking about he wants to hang out with China. Um, I Still better than my Drew McIntyre. <laughs> God, I'm Irish or Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing I really have to say about this was there was a cool spot where Triple H and Mike Kyoto started shoving each other. That was fun. Other than that, listen, you know, I, I really love that. They really did have a good feud, but at this point I'm kind of burned out. Yeah. You know, so. Um, you know how we get. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> Just thinking. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I know, yeah, I know, right? Exactly. That that was actually in my next set of notes. But, uh, we, you know, we always get. Uh, sometimes we get those uh, packages of, like, fans talking about who they think is going to win a match. This time it's with British fans. I fucking loved every minute of it, and I watched the entire thing. <laughs> no one said Sean. Yeah, no, they actually did have a lot of Sean fans there, mostly the women. Yeah. Except that one kid looked a little, but that's a different story. Uh, we get Sonny as our guest ring. All right, answer. let's go to the movies. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this week's movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Speaking of that movie. <laughs> we'll get there, McCluskey. Okay. <laughs> Sonny's our guest ring announcer uh, for Leaf Cassidy versus Tiger Ali Singh. Uh, Singh does a promo talking about staying drug-free. Okay. Uh, this promo just aged poorly because he was really trying to get uh, the fans behind him. And Man. Uh, Tiger Jeet Singh. You know what I got to say is kind of odd to me is that uh, Al Snow, Leaf Cassidy, mm-hmm. was Al Snow you know, right before I... Uh, we took our break, I believe. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Maybe they just said, he was hey, at the ECW well, show. They're probably sharing talent. They said, we need you to job. We need a jobber. It's probably what it was. Fair enough. Yeah, probably. Because as soon as um, I saw him, I was like, did I not just talk about this guy recently? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, not much to say about this. Uh, you know, Tiger Ali Singh wins. Uh, King uh, gets real touchy-feely with uh, Sonny after the match. And then she goes to the other side and takes JR's hat He's off. He's not the com- first. What's that? 
He got to first, yeah. He won't be the first tonight. Oh, yeah, right? Well, she goes over to JR and cuddles up with him. He's like, oh, I like this. I'm sorry, folks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We get a recap of Ground Zero with the Headbangers winning the tag titles. They're taking on Los Bariquas, which would be Savio Vega and Miguel Perez. Uh, Headbangers retain. Hooray. Next, we get JR interviewing Bulldog. Uh, You know, it's basically all about him coming back home. You know, being uh, the baby face in this particular scenario, uh, his sister is fighting cancer. He's dedicating the match to her. The family will be there ringside. Next, we what get kind flat- of cancer was it? <clears throat> face. It was. Yeah. Or hair. Okay. I All don't right. know. Maybe makeup. I don't know. One of those. Uh, next, we get flash. <laughs> <laughs> all right i thought i was gonna say something fuck but with you saying that that's fine i was like wait they keep saying cancer but do they mean downs i'm disabled <laughs> oh my God. all right let's move on before we get canceled it's always the wars it's always the fucking wars <laughs> flesh funk versus the patriot patriot wins Next, we get an LOD promo on their match against the Godwins. Hawk cut in with his, well, way too early, and then he did a nursery rhyme. Don't ask. They take on the Godwins, and LOD wins. This is pretty easy. Next, we get JR in ring. He introduces Ken Shamrock. He's got a Lion's Den t-shirt, because I think that's like his gym for MMA. Mm -hmm. Uh, And on the back, it's, it's... the logo is half the face of a lion and half Shamrock's face. Oof. That is not something I would want in large print on my back. Just saying. Medical staff's not allowing him to compete. He was injured in his match against Farouk, the first round of the IC title tourney. Uh, he had a punctured lug. Uh, Charlie Murphy, you got me coughing up my own blood. <laughs> Uh, Farouk's just killing everybody, man. Message. Farouk's killing everybody. I know. He just... <laughs> Dude, you remember the New Orleans Saints when they were all getting paid to take guys out? Do you think Vince brought Farouk in? He's like, look it, I need you to take Ahmed out, and then I need you to take out uh, Shamrock at some point, too. Possible. Maybe. You never know. Uh, Rocket Billy comes to the ring, says, oh, some doctor wrote you an excuse because you have a stomachache and don't want to wrestle. He slaps Shamrock. Shamrock murders him into an angle lock. Backstage interview with Bret Hart. He's got a match against Taker tonight. Uh, Vince says, hey, I don't think they like you here. Does that matter to you? And he kind of pauses. He goes, yeah, it does. So I kind of like that little thing. Uh, you know, it was a typical Bret promo, but I like that little thing where, you know, he kind of showed that, yeah, he does care about the European fans. kind of keeps the narrative going of everybody except the Which, Americans. Which, it's funny they say that. That exact terminology to him. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you're really liked here. Wait till we get to the match. (laughs) Right. Uh, Let's see. We get Vader versus Owen Hart. Uh, Owen waves the flag in Lawler's face. Uh, You know, it's it's just weird. I don't don't remember when this turn happened. Maybe it was the whole anti-American thing. But, you know, King was always, you know, all for Owen. And now they're taunting each other. And then Vince with the fucking zinger of the year. Hey, Owen, nice haircut, pal. Okay. Which is funny because he looks like a future Nigel McGuinness. Yeah. <laughs> with the bit. very spiked up hair. I was like, wow, he really looks like Nigel right here. 
big time, big time. Uh, Vader reverses a top rope crossbody into a power slam for the win. Uh, a couple of recaps and promos. Then we get Taker versus Brett. Uh, very early in the match, early takes the buckle cover off. Uh, they both try to use the ring bell at one point, and they both get stopped. Uh, Brett's working the leg. He, he gets thrown into the exposed buckle, but he did a weird move. Like, I got to give Brett credit for this. It's like Brett knew he was getting thrown into the buckle that he took the pad off. So he hit the mat trying to dodge it, but he went spine first into the post. Like, yep. that's what it looked like to me. Like, I think that's what happened, uh, and it looked great. Uh, Brett actually goes for a tombstone on Taker, but it gets reversed. Uh, as Taker's about to hit it, Brett grabs the rope, and he gets his head caught, uh, kind of like Foley did when he got his ear ripped off. Yep. This is where things get really weird. Taker starts pummeling Brett. Ref tells him he's got a break. Taker choke slams the ref. Officials and Owen come down to free Brett. Taker pulls Briscoe into the ring, choke slams him, and almost kills him. Almost put him fucking head first into the mat. That was sketch. Uh, Owen and Brett leave. The the ring announcer says, "And your winner by DQ, Brett Hart." No bell ever rang, but it was in the ring, so I kind of get that. Taker runs down the ring announcer. That well, I was gonna say that was the whole thing. The ring, the bell was in the ring. <clears throat> Brett tried to use it on right. Taker at one point, so you couldn't. But the ref called for the bell, <clears throat> or at least the end of the match. Ah, okay, I didn't. When catch Taker kept pummeling Brett, and he he told him to stop so he can get him he out of the. He didn't break the five count. Quote unquote dire. Exactly, he didn't get out of the dire situation there where his neck was all caught, and he was like, "Let me try to help him." Five count, bam. Called for it, but no bell. That's, yeah, that's it. Okay, makes sense. Hey, man, th- for but a glorified Taker house show. Taker was heavily booed at Oh, this. yeah. Oh, yeah. For a glorified house show, this was a pretty fucking solid match. These two worked well together. It's one of my favorite matches between them. Yeah. I never watched this. I've only ever watched the main event of One Night Only. I've never watched that match, and I was like, I think that's better than their SummerSlam match. I thought it was better than their Royal Rumble match that they had at 96. This was phenomenal. I thought it was a really good back and forth match. Just didn't like the ending. Hundred percent. Yeah, it was a little screwy. Uh, but actually, the more I think about it, they've never had a very clean finish. SummerSlam no. didn't have a real total clean finish. No. That Royal Rumble in '96 had Diesel get involved. Yep. Uh, and then the cage match, same thing. So yeah, yeah, okay, it makes sense. All right. There you go. That's yeah, hard. Two of your top guys, you know. Uh. Shawn Michaels has a backstage promo saying he's going to be the first Grand Slam champion. Uh, segue to their match. Uh, they had these Now, wait. Two- oh, okay. Maybe my version only had this. Did you happen to see Michaels with Sonny on his lap? No. So when the pre-show is with Michaels talking, he has a backwards red hat. Very infamous interview. Because he said, and I don't want to mention where my hand is right now. Ha, ha, ha. And you notice that Sonny keeps, like, moving and, we'll say, eye flickering. So, yeah, it's been kind of a, uh, one of those urban legends of, is that what he was doing during that time or not, during that interview? But I think she wasn't sitting on Jess's lap. God, I hope he didn't go for an eye poke on Bulldog. (laughs) That's why his eye was so red on Monday night. How hard is it to get to get too naughty or I? Ew. 
right. You know how hard it is to get scrambled eggs out of your eyes? Sunny side up. All right, move on. <laughs> Could go with roast beef too, but uh, you know, that's fine. Uh, there's these two little guards that are on the entrance ramp. <laughs> you just get it? Okay. Thanks for catching up. <laughs> there's two guards out there. HBK does the suck a gesture to them. Uh, we get a big pop for both, obviously more for Bulldog. Uh, Bulldog does escort his sister Tracy down uh, to ringside. Uh, she joins the rest of the family. Uh, halfway through the match, Rick Rude comes out. Uh, and Rude just interferes nonstop. Then Triple H and China come down. Uh, Rude interferes again, distracts the ref. Bulldog's able to hold off Triple H. Uh, he goes to hit a power slam when they're on the floor, on the floor but his foot gets caught. And DX, you know, just attacks the leg. H, Triple H hits a pedigree, gets rolls him into the ring. Uh, Shawn Michaels takes his knee brace off. Or I'm sorry. Shawn Michaels takes off Bulldog's knee brace, throws it at Diana, and the crowd is pissed. Pissed. He locks in the figure four. Uh, Triple H and China are helping with leverage. Um, Rude clocks him at one point. Bulldog doesn't quit, but it's basically the Austin thing. He passes out and Hebner calls it. Uh, just like WCW, the train, the trash rains down. Shawn Michaels is your first Grand Slam champion. That would be World Intercontinental European Tag Teams, as it stands at this time. Uh, he cuts a promo on the Brits, calls out the Hearts and Diana, his sweetheart, puts Bulldog. Yeah, in, that was awesome. Puts Bulldog in the figure four again. Diana gets into the ring and tries to pull Shawn off. China fucking just grabs her and lifts her. Owen and Brett make the save, and that's your lot. His sister no sold it completely. Like she, yeah. her face didn't change at all. Well, all right, dude, man, if she's on fighting cancer, he said he she barely like she almost died. Like it seemed like it was. It seemed like it, no, 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 no. I'm not giving you a hard time. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm it, like it, motherfucker. It, you're the first one that made a joke, <laughs> you dick. No, dude, it looked like she was in rough shape, but like she powered through it. Yeah, like, she had no emotion on her face. You could tell she was like, okay, all right. You know, so. it was just a weird thing to have her involved in. It was I, a I hometown totally thing, and it's it, not. It a, looked, I, I don't know. It's, yeah, it, it looked just uh, uncomfortable. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, definitely. All right, moving on to Raw. Not that there's up. anything wrong with it. No. <laughs> For Raw, it opens up. Uh, they're in MSG, so it opens up with a video package of all you know the history of MSG: Hogan beating the Sheik, Billy Graham retaining, Bob Backlund, Moolah, Pedro Morales, Piper, Andre, Bruno, Monsoon, Snuka, the whole fucking lot. Uh, a lot of those people wouldn't be on that package anymore. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> oh, that's very very true. But they did miss one thing. They even showed, they were like, this is where uh, people got married. You know, they show. Oh, the, yeah. <laughs> right? Then they show, this is where legends were born. And you see Michael's going down uh, with a body splash from the ladder. From the ladder. To Hall, which kind of big right now at that point for WWF Definitely. to do this, right? I mean, Definitely. since he's over there. But then they go, and then the return of a hero, which was. Austin at 96 Survivor Series. I'm like, how did they not use my favorite line? It's not a church, but it's holy grounds. What the fuck? Oh, my yeah. best line ever. I was mad. I, I like that one. Anyway, hmm. uh, it was a cool package. 
And it got me excited because all of a sudden in my head, I go, wait, it's September. It's 97. It's Madison Square Garden. Oh, my God. We are in for an episode. Yes. Yes, we are. That we were. That we were. Well, as we know, Austin had to uh, relinquish the tag titles due to his injury. Well, he had to do the same with the IC title. Uh, so we open up with Rocky Maivia uh, versus Ahmed for uh, a, a match in the first round of the IC title tourney. It's actually the last one. Um, Pillman has already beaten Dude Love. Owen uh, beat Goldust. Uh, Farouk is moving on uh, because Shamrock got injured. Uh, if Rocky wins this, he's going to end up facing Farouk in the second round. Um, Slaughter came out in the beginning to make sure the nation left ringside for the match. We get tons of Rocky sucks chance. Again, that revisionist history. It wasn't he turned because of the chance. It's he turned mm-hmm. and made them chant. That's You can't script that, man. You can't script that shit. No, but you could take credit for it years later. No shit. Uh, <laughs> um, I will say, yeah. look, it, I, I, it's not to pick on anything. I'm just saying for the amount of things that we've brought up about Vince and the entire nation and Ahmed and all that shit that was going on. Uh, just a weird slip up by Vince. This is Ahmed's first match, Black. And I was like, incorrect on so many levels. <laughs> he's like, first match black. I was like, he's done several. <laughs> it was just, I heard him say it, and I was like, God damn, you're still slipping, bro. Yeah. That's Freudian. Here we go. Yeah. Anyway, Ahmed wins. Uh, Austin's music hits. He's in the crowd, and he says, tonight someone's going to get their ass whipped. All right. Fucking, you couldn't I even see him. It the crowd's, yeah, <laughs> The crowd was popping so much, you couldn't see Austin. Yeah. Legit. You know? So I would be scared to be Austin. Like, even though, like, you're there as that guy. Like, we've seen, like, remember the time that Punk was in the crowd and someone pushed him in the back of the head. He turned around and clocked a guy in the face. You know, like, it's when you're out there, you're at free will. And he had a lot of people around him with no security. I'm yeah. like, like you're saying, you could barely see him. I'm like, he could have gotten jumped right there. No problem. Mm-hmm. Like, if people didn't like him. Obviously, it's a good thing they like him enough. No shit. He probably would have beat the shit out of him anyway. Next, we get a, Drank the beers. a laser tag ad with Sable, Howard Finkel, and classy Freddie Blassie wearing an eye patch. Jesus. All Finkel said during this whole thing was, gotcha, Sable. Gotcha, Sable. Gotcha, Sable. And then Sable won. Uh, you know, I heard uh, there's a story out there that Honky Tonk Man was doing an interview and said that Howard Finkel had the largest porn collection he'd ever seen in his life. Really? Some things you can't unhear, bro. I guess. Ne- and next- this girl, weighing <laughs> 120 pounds, will take anything down. Right. <laughs> yeah, you are on the right track. I'll give it an eight. <laughs> We get Floyd. We see Floyd Patterson, who's the chairman of the New York Athletic Commission, is in the crowd. Also a former boxer. Uh, let's see here. We get a re- you know we get recaps all night. Next we get Taker in the ring with Vince. Uh, I love at this point because it's the first one they're calling it Hell in the Cell. Mm-hmm. And just starting off, you know. Uh, another twist has been added. The winner's going to face whoever the WWF champ is at Survivor Series. They go over the rules and stipulations of Hell in the Cell. 
let's see. She says, uh, Taker tells Brett that the day the Reaper comes calling is near and that Shawn Michaels has his date with Destiny first. Only one way out over my dead body. HBK's music hits, uh, saying the WWF's trying to screw him again. Why not just give Taker the match? And his closing line, unless you're a hot mama, which you ain't, I don't lay down for anybody. <laughs> Pretty goddamn accurate. Yes, not bad. Not bad. Uh, back to Sonny being the guest ring announcer. Uh, we got LOD versus Nation. Uh, this time for Rook and Kama. It's an immediate DQ from interference. Ahmed makes the save, but he gets overrun, and the refs and officials have to come down to break it up. All right, moving on. The next one I got quite a few notes about. Uh, It's Owen versus Pillman. Uh, Remember, Marlena's with Pillman. We'll get there. Uh, This is a Hmm. second-round IC title tournament match. I'm going to read through my notes slowly because I really want to focus on this one because I know you do too. Please do. Uh Owens escorted by security and police because he has a restraining order against Austin. Pillman comes out. Obviously, he has won since, so he's no longer in the dress, thank God. Uh, his arm's on a sling. Marlena looks like a hostage and is dressed like Rhea Ripley. No complaints. I personally like goth Marlena. Dog collar and all. <laughs> move on. I, I'm not move on. I mean, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> You know how when Sonny gets into the ring, they take a lot of liberties on how they film her? You know, they tease yeah. the upskirt shots, but they never really do it. Oh, boy, they did it. They did it with Marlena. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, 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 I yeah. saw. I had to replace the batteries in my mouse after that one. Uh, <laughs> what the hell were you doing with the mouse? <laughs> Back 10 seconds. Pause. Back yep. 10 seconds. Pause. I got to spell it out for you. You ruined the joke, dick. I didn't know if maybe. <laughs> Never mind. Pillman gets on the mic, says, while Dustin was reading Three Little Pigs to Dakota, I had Marlena squealing like a pig. And in my final act, I slipped and broke my arm in the bathtub, and I have to forfeit. So basically, he's just making an excuse to give the win to Owen so Owen can move on. Slaughter comes to the ring, immediately calls him out. Ask where the x-rays are, where the doctor's report is. He tosses the mic to Pillman, who catches it with his bad arm. Matches on. Which was he, cool. I like the yeah, moment. It was It was. Here, catch. <laughs> uh, they're going to wrestle, or neither will wrestle in WWF again. And it's just hilarious because they're just wrestling at half speed. <laughs> they're just. Okay, first, I'm speed? over the you'll never wrestle in America or WWF again. Mm-hmm. That has been said way too many times, like every week. That's been kind of annoying almost at this point. Um, there's always a stipulation in some form that someone's going to get fired if they don't do something. It's kind of been odd. Uh, not, I mean, that's kind of been a, a theme with some commissioners, but the whole never wrestle in the United States or ever in the WWF, it's just been too much. Secondly, I loved the half-pace match. It was awesome. <laughs> the slowest of having someone in an arm bar and then reversing it as slow as possible where you almost just lift your arm up to help them out. It was great. It was awesome until someone, I think what went too hard or is that what turned? No. So, and of course, naturally they did it during a break. So they come back from break Marlena. as That's what pissed me off about it. Yeah. Marlena as Pillman's valet 
hits gold dust or gold dust jesus owen over the head with the purse owen naturally gets pissed off and he says well fuck you throws pillman into the stairs and then they actually start having a match um gold dust runs in attacks owen first Mm-hmm. pillman powders and runs off with marlena he attacks owen first because it gives owen the win it yep. disqualifies pillman uh, Owen uh, gets on the mic after Goldust is, you know, held back by officials and starts chasing them to the back. Says, uh, "I dedicate this to Brett." Austin runs in for the beatdown. My loving brother, Brett. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I was waiting for him to do the woo. I we didn't get it though. Austin same that offshore. Yeah. So Austin's in the ring. Cops obviously coming after him, and he's fight. He's ready to fight him off. They got nightsticks out and everything. They're ready to beat him down vince gets all freaked out grabs a mic because that's the first thing you should do hits the ring calls out austin holds off the cops he says listen you're pissed but wwf is not going to let you injure yourself further you got to work with the system austin says this is what i do for a living this is all i do you sit here and tell me to work within the system you're not sitting at home but i'll work with your stupid little system appreciate that you care i also appreciate that you kiss my ass Hits a stunner on Vince. Austin gets handcuffed. Does the reverse double bird while his hands are cuffed to Vince and gets taken out. We've seen this a million times. You called it earlier. This is the kickoff. We keep saying it's the kickoff, but this is fucking massive. This is him becoming the Mr. McMahon character before the screw job. It was already. Well, I was just going to say this is the beginning of the rivalry of McMahon and Austin. Yep. Um, but even more so, the infamous seizure shake by Vince at first as he's laying there. And I'm like, I couldn't tell if it was Austin jumping around the ring or his body shaking. Um, I do like the part where Vince went to say something right before this whole thing. And Austin goes, no, 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 say nothing. You say nothing. This is what I do for a living. Just how he was cutting him off, and it was real. The way he was talking to him is like, if you saw it, you're like, oh, shit, this guy's going to get his ass whooped. Yep. And he did, and it was awesome. Yep. Great moment. Um, I looked at how far into these, the show is. Now, we don't have commercials, obviously. It was like 50-something minutes, which means you take out all the commercials. It was yeah. like 48, 50 minutes, right? So it was right at 9. So that if you did, if you saw that, why would you want to flip back over to Nitro at 9 o'clock? Because mm-hmm. holy shit, McMahon just got stunned in Austin, just got arrested. Smooth move, man. It was an excellent timed move on WWE's part. It was at the very end of the first hour. Yep. And you're damn right because we're heading into hour two. Uh, yep. we, we see commentary. There's no Vince, but there is a MILF in the front row who is apparently trying to tell us that it's very cold in the room. Um, so we're going to get to that. Uh, remember how I said I was kind of getting tired of the feud between Triple H and Dude Love? Well, why not? They have another match. And then it's a Falls Count Anywhere need you, no DQ match. Yes? I, I'm i going to explain this part because you're not probably going to do it justice because you already hate this feud as it is. But I absolutely goddamn love this segment, this moment, because for where you are, it was like, man, they were really firing on all cylinders in New York City this night, man. Listen. So you got Austin's moment. But you got I, it. Go ahead. You see, I, you no, look like I, you're ready. Okay. I, yeah, I I agree with you. Uh, I was I was burned out a little bit uh, for one night only. This kind of rectified it. So what they did was uh, 
Yeah, apparently this lady who was in the front row is Rhonda Shear from USA Up All Night. Don't remember her. Because she's up all night. Yeah. Well, it's funny because... That's what she used to do. King's macking on her, obviously. JR goes, not even Rhonda can raise the dead. (laughs) (laughs) dead. We get a do love pre-tape on the Tron, and it's him interviewing mankind. Says, I'm not into the Falls Count Anywhere thing. It's not my bag, but I know somebody who is. Interviews Mankind, and they're sitting together having an interview. And they you think that it's going to be Mankind, but it's not. It's Cactus Jack taking on Triple H. Now, before you move on, first, why did they not make way more vignettes of these guys together is beyond me. Dude loving Mankind just having a conversation was hysterical. And he's like, I know that you like to do I know you do, Daddy-o! Just the way like they, they're talking back and forth. Do you know what I'm thinking? I think I know I think what you think. I think I know you're thinking. The whole thing was great. I was like, oh, they, they really didn't cash in on this the way they probably could have. But, yeah, I mean, they do at the Royal Rumble when all three guys get to get in there. I guess that's cool enough. But, um, yeah, Cactus Jack comes out. And as soon as that, that New York City crowd hears that and they see him in that video package, they went nuts. And so does Triple H. He's getting pissed off yelling at the ref. He's not supposed to be working here. It was awesome. Yeah, I, I'm not going to tell you much about the match. Cactus wins with a fucking nasty-ass pile driver through a table on the ramp. It was fucking Pretty brutal. much all you need to know, that's the best part of the match. It that's was brutal. It. Yep. Absolutely brutal. And it wasn't the typical table. This was like just like a piece of wood that had legs bolted to it just so they could break it. Like, it was fucking... Yeah, whether it was the the the, the uh, Mankind mask or a tie-dye headband, either way, it was the same match between the guys, just with an awesome finisher on this one. Yep, absolutely. Uh, next, uh, can you do it? Survivor Series Super Supper Sweepstakes. Wow, I actually made Super that. Soaker Sweepstakes. Survivor Series Super Soaker. Yep. No, there you go. Almost. Uh, you know it's good when you have a kazoo as the background music to your ad. It's typically a good sign, right? Like literally, it was like a five cent plastic kazoo. Like Vince Fuck. was just. We could have did that with our podcast. It's not too late, you know. <laughs> there is season six when the show's over. <laughs> Sean comes to the ring. Sean Michaels comes to the ring with a chair. He's going to tell you the story of how he became the European champ, even though we saw a recap twice already. Calls Taker to the ring. The gong hits eventually. Sean Michaels goes after him with a chair. Triple H, rude China, join in. Taker pops up, chases him to the back. Now, the main event. Is something that we have both complained about and we have both said that we love. I personally am going to say for tonight, I loved it. Brett versus Goldust, non-title. Brett gets on the mic, says he doesn't give a crap who wins Hell in a Cell. Brett's winning by submission, like, and everything happens so quickly. Sharpshooter. Bell. Oh, you could have finished your statement. I didn't oh, mean okay. to. All right. No one knows, but I threw my hand in the air. He didn't just stop because he had like a stroke or something like that. I threw my hand in the air to let him know, hey, I wanted to add on something, but never mind. Apparently, since you stop, I'm going to fucking butt in. You know, yeah. sometimes I try not to cut you off. Um, this is the very first time I had ever seen this, man. Half of Gold Dust's face is painted. And he said it's because half of him is missing with yeah. his family, obviously. I never saw him do this until Double or Nothing 2019 when he came out that way against uh, really? Cody. Huh. I He's never done the half. 
soon he's going to lose his effing mind when he lo- when he ends up leaving Marlena, when he realized that, you know, Pillman turned her into a whore and or whatever the reason he ends up leaving her. And he ends up going off the rails, but he never does half a face. He does a lot of stupid shit, but he never does half a face. Hmm. I found that pretty cool. Oh, there you go. Learn something so maybe half of him is still missing now in AEW, and he's continuing that storyline. He's half we the just man don't know he used it. to be. Wow. Way to bring up an STP song. All right. Yeah. Anytime. Nice. Just be thankful I'm not going to start playing it. All right. Let's get back to the match. <laughs> Brett Where wins. are we? <laughs> Brett wins by Fuck, submission. Bill's got to play soon. Let's go. Wins by submission. Immediately the music hits, and then immediately Shawn Michaels down there, and he starts fighting with Brett. DX comes out. Owen makes the save. Bulldog comes out limping to the ring. Rude comes out. Anvil comes out. Taker comes out. It ends up down to Shawn Michaels, Undertaker, Brett Hart. Taker hits the double choke slam. See you next week, folks. Now you're saying I you like this and I didn't like the end, or sometimes no, no, we no, don't no, like no. the ending. What I'm saying is we have both complained about endings like this, where everybody just runs in. Sure, and both of us have both enjoyed endings like this. Correct. This one I did enjoy. Um, it was set up right. It wasn't where. <laughs> what kills me is how Nitro does it. Sting will just start to be coming down from the rafters like, well, we're out of time, folks. Why did you show him to me? At least when Taker came down, he finished off his moves, right? I'm like, right. I'm completed. I've seen what needed to be done. We're good, right? But Nitro leaves you like in a weird hanging. That's what I don't like. Yep. But Raw's done a couple of those as well, oh, as sure. we've seen. Absolutely. Well, speaking of Nitro, uh, I'm guessing one of the things that happened during our time off was that Piper became interim commissioner. Yo, I swear, I was like, when did this happen? I missed it. When the hell did this happen? (laughs) What did you do to your hair? I can't get that one out. All right, yeah. So now, all of a sudden, Commissioner Piper is in charge, and we're going to hear from him tonight. Indeed. Uh, Before commentary can really get into anything, Bischoff interrupts, takes Shivani's headset, and tells Zabisco to keep your nose on your business. Uh, <coughs> Zabisco calls out Bischoff saying, hey, remember that time that the Outsiders power bombed him? What happened? He was a little bitch and he ran to join them with him. <laughs> Excuse me. Which was an awesome thing. He actually brought up, he goes, I got a video to show you. And he showed the video package of that, which was from Great American Bash 96. One yep. month before NWO completely comes together and he's supposedly the mind behind it. So... Valid point, Zabisco. Not not all wrestling goes back a year and, and actually remembers things. Sometimes they just have uh, amnesia for some reason. Right, and what and what Bischoff is uh, you know referencing because we didn't really necessarily cover it uh, at Fall Brawl. It was uh, Luger. Who was Luger partnered with? No, it was just a one on one match. Luger versus uh, Scott. Oh, because Macho was in the other ring at one point during that. All right, so Luger had gotten his leg and his foot maybe stuck. giant. Yeah, probably giant. His, That's who had he usually his legs, tags with. Foot stuck between the two rings, uh, and Hall was attacking him. So Sabisco came down, gave him shit. They got face to face. Luger crouches behind Hall. Sabisco pushes him over, and Sabisco counts. Now, obviously, there's a dispute there because he wasn't a ref. We're gonna get there. Uh, open up versus uh, with Silver King versus Rey Mysterio. Silver King looks like a reject from a male strip club. 
Uh, Guerrero comes out at one point to try to distract him. Ray wins anyway. Ref holds Ray back, but anyway, he does a somersault splash over the ref to the floor on top of Guerrero. Uh, Eddie, again, recapping, is currently your cruiserweight champ. There's a couple of those I'm going to do just because got to get it back in my head here. We missed a little time here. Right. Now, if things happened pretty quick while we were gone. Some things, yeah. obviously, we have a freaking commissioner. Oh, oh God. Uh, I can't wait to talk about the train wreck coming up. Uh, next, we have uh, Hugh Morris coming to the ring, uh, and his opponent's already there. Uh, young guy, newcomer, his debut, already in the ring. Uh, even Tanay doesn't have any info on this guy. Nobody, and they hammer that home. Nobody knows shit about this guy. Uh, his name's Bill Goldberg. Dude. Yeah. What a very under, just a quiet way of bringing him in. I didn't even know that. I thought, I swear, I, I thought, thought there was at least a Glacier promo. I thought there was no. See, I thought that he had been racking up wins on, like, not Thunder, but, you know, sat on Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday night or something. Shows, yeah, right? But these guys, even Tanay, they, like, they point out that even Tanay doesn't know anything about him. Um, yeah, I found it to be pretty humorous. Do we have a crickets bumper? <laughs> Cricket this. That was Gold- a good one. Goldberg was fucking moving in this. He it's his put- best match I've ever seen him in. He put on a leg lock. Uh, I like what they did. Morris hit his finisher, which is pretty protected for the most part. I mean, you know, for the mid card. Uh, Goldberg kicks out. He dodges something and then does a, a Goldberg does a backflip and then hits a power slam. Doesn't even get a spear and hits the jackhammer for the pin. Uh, he's got a cut under his eye and he looks into the camera and he says, "That's one." Gene tries to interview him, just walks on by, no words. Did they like have this in plan all from the beginning? As soon as Eric saw him, he's like, "Heads up, so. I'm about to put you on a win streak." That's if so. That's very cool. Like I said, it was the the most uh, nonchalant way of bringing him in that I never thought happened. Look at man, when I'm saying that this was a very epic Monday Night War night, you got Austin, Stunny McMahon, and Bill Goldberg appeared in his very first match on the same night. Yep. Never knew that. That yeah. was cool. Pretty fucking crazy, right? Uh, we get a quick recap NWO commercial, a recap of the My Spot spot uh not my dog a, spot not my spot <laughs> spot not my liver spot but my spot we got a recap as visco calling out hall at fall brawl uh, the whole thing we just talked about next uh the car crash of the night apparently alex wright has the tv title okay uh and he's taking on disco inferno oh god he's back I do remember these two did have a feud. Disco won on a botchy motherfucking finish. He went for a flying crossbody and almost broke his own arm. Figure that one out. Every time so, I watch him wrestle and I see things like that, I go, and this is the guy that likes to talk shit about AEW. Every <laughs> talk shit about everybody. He's yep. terrible. Disco Inferno is your fucking TV title champ. What the... what? And then, just as if this wasn't abysmal enough, Jacqueline is dragging Mean Gene to the ring. She wants to talk with Disco. She says, everyone knows why you were gone for six months. 
Then says, I haven't beat up any guys lately, and I know I can beat you up. Disco says, this is too silly. That's fucking rich. What a shit show. So everybody knows why you were gone for six months. I don't. (laughs) What's the hidden reference? I kind of, I didn't understand that. You know, I'm all right. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, let's move on. Uh, Hall and six go to the ring. Hall gets on the mic and he does the whole edge. You come to see WCW or the NWO. He calls out Zabisco, says he wants Luger now. Uh, nothing happens. Hector Garza comes out to face Hall. Uh, Hall taunts the ref and Garza rolls him up. Garza gets a fucking win on Scott Hall on a roll up. Hall naturally beats Garza down. And Six wants Hall to go after Mark Curtis. And he gets him up for the outsider's edge, looks into the camera and says, Zabisco, get some. Fucking hits the racer's edge on Mark Curtis. Scott Hall, goddamn. Yep. It was a good moment for him. Dude, it was good. Get some. Both shows all around, man. I loved all of this. Yep. Minus the Disco Inferno thing, but that's a different story altogether. Hit hour two, we end up with a eight-man Lucha match. Team Dragon wins. I don't know. Gene in ring with Piper. Zabisco wasn't an official ref at War Games. So we got to make it official. So we're going to get Hall and Luger one-on-one at Halloween Havoc. And Zabisco will be the ref. WCW wants to ban cage matches (laughs) after what happened to Flair. They think they're dangerous. They don't like them anymore. And that's why I'm going to fight Hogan in a cage match at Halloween Havoc. And Piper says Spoken he's like had a true commissioner. More, <laughs> you hear that, Tiger? A true commissioner. Something you'll never know anything about. <laughs> Piper says he's had more cage matches than Brigham Young has had wives. He, he's a Mormon, for those of you who don't know, so he was a polygamist. Next, we get the Faces of Fear versus the Steiners. Mang gets the win with a tongue and death grip pin. So the night Wait, of now they called this. They, I was gonna say they called it an upset, and I'm yeah. not gonna lie. As the match was taking place, I go, oh, dude, I am sick and tired of seeing Face of Fear job out to guys that they could kick the fuck out of. We and s- then they won. I go, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. We we've seen Mang get some unexpected wins, believe it or not. Uh, Hogan and Bischoff come to the ring. This is the first time I've heard them coming out to his version of Voodoo Child. I know once or twice they actually play the real song, but this is like their... So he's got his own song now. He's wearing Flair's robes. It's almost like if you had Flair's robes, he cut the arms off. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I would do it, too. 100%. That's awesome. That's uh, why I do my real bathrobes. <laughs> he's been looking... Hogan's been looking for Sting. It's more of the same. I, I tuned out of this. I didn't take any more notes. Um, so we get Macho versus Stevie Richards. Uh, Macho cuts a promo in ring, asks Liz about DDP, says, eh, only walking on Macho's shadow. Uh, says he has a present for the newest member of the NWO, Kurt Hennig, and wants Liz to accompany him to the ring for his main event match. Macho points at Raven at one point. He gets up, and Liz kind of stops him. Uh, Macho gets on the top rope to hit the elbow, looks at Raven, spits at him, hits the elbow drop for the win. Fucking Macho is fucking ruthless. Motherfucker, are you crazy? <laughs> Raven jumps the rail. Macho shoves the ref down. 
They have a face-off, and Raven goes past them and DDTs Richards. <laughs> Poor Stevie. Shut up, Mimsy. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> oh god alright next we get Conan and Norton with Vincent versus Harlem Heat with Jacqueline but it's actually not Harlem Heat it's Stevie Ray uh, I'm sorry it's Booker T because Stevie Ray has apparently injured his Achilles Booker T says I'm more man than the two of you and Jacqueline's more of a man than Vincent so I'll take on anyone Norton says well you signed up for a tag match so that's what you're getting NWO triple teams I'm in a DQ not much to speak of Main event, Jeff Jarrett versus Kurt Hennig with Liz. Hennig is your U.S. champ. Again, just got to update us, you know. Shit's happening. No, that happened uh, just last week, actually. It was the end of uh, after he won, uh, He after he turned at War Games, they ended Nitro the following day with uh, him defeating Jeff Jarrett for the title. Oh, against that's right. Mon- or not Jeff Jarrett, it. Mongo. He beat yeah, Mongo. we didn't talk about it because that's right. Because uh, we were focused on Because we gave up last things. week. It was a, yeah. it was a yeah. seven and a half hour show for us yes, last week. Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Liz distracts the ref. Macho gives the title to Hennig while he has the figure four locked on, uses the title to knock out Jarrett. Um, I don't get this. I'm interested in your opinion on this. Hennig could have just pinned him because he was legit knocked out to the point where Hennig decides to pull him up and hit the perfect plex. But Jarrett played it like he was dead weight. Like, Kurt Hennig had to really work to get him up into it. And he hits it. NWO comes out to celebrate. The Giant runs down to the ring, gets in the ring, puts his hand up and goes, Ah! See you next week, folks. (laughs) He goes, Ah! I don't even go on Aga Aga. He said, ah. Go out there. Do me a favor. Go out there. Open your mouth and say, ah. Okay. Um, the extra effort of Perfect Plex, I kind of like because it's kind of the old school NWO mentality of just kind of beating them while they're down even more, but they've kind of gone soft as of late, and I kind of like that Kurt's kind of more of the badass heel. Yeah, I, I liked it. That's my take on it, at least. I'm optimistic. It was a good week, honestly. Between one night only and both sets of shows, I mean, yeah, I had both. There's shit on both sides, you know what I mean? But all around, it was a a shit sandwich of of raw nitros. Well, let's put a fucking, uh, let's put a little olive on top of that shit sandwich and call it a great, horrible movie. I would have accepted a horribly great movie. <laughs> Not okay, a great no. horrible movie. No. It, it no. It's a horrible great movie. It's a gro it's horribly a great, te- great. It's a it, it's a great terrible movie. It's a bad movie. It's good. But it's great. It's good and terrible. What we're talking <laughs> there you about go. There is you go. <laughs> Yeah. It's Dirk Benedict and Roddy Piper's Body Slam, 1986 American comedy film, baby. It was a great one. I love this movie. And, all right, it's what kind of got our show semi-going because it's the rock and wrestling, right? But we brought together wrestling and movies because, you know, for a season we would open with movie quotes and I would try to guess who it was. Um, 
then it was just we started just saying, fuck it, let's just talk about movies and or just have a quote off throughout the whole movie and see if we can, if anybody else out there who's listening can figure out what movie it was at the end of the week or if we were just, you know, having too many chicken nuggets. But this one. <laughs> I like a gemologist, all right. But this one here, all star cast of wrestlers. Um, Tanya Roberts was in this movie. And look at the movie. The premise is about a guy who is a, he's a music promoter, but he's, he owes a lot of money to some people. And he ends up, uh, in the office with an agent who's supposed to be taking care of a venue in town. And he sees him arguing with quick Rick Roberts, but who is played by Roddy Piper. He assumes Piper is a musician and starts going to bat for him against this guy at the venue. And he's, wait, that's how you're not getting merch sales and this and that. And all my guy gets anything he needs until he walks outside and he's met by the cannibals. One guy is barbarian. The other one is an actor. Um, uh, no, 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 no. The other guy's and, a wrestler. No, he's a wrestler. He wrestled. He actually. Oh, tagged, he was a wrestler. Yes. Yeah, he tagged with Barbarian a little bit in uh, Crockett Promotions. You're absolutely right. Yes, hundred percent. And they're being led by Captain Lou Morano, because you know we can't say <laughs> Alabano in this movie or Albano in this movie, so we had to call him something. So it's Captain Lou. And that's when he finds out that he's getting into the wrestling game. And that's where we're going to start to build up our uh, our crew. And all it takes is one business card. Tonga Tom. <laughs> I did nice rewatch card. it. And as soon as it started, I'm like, oh, God, I forgot about this. <laughs> it's the best part. Nice card. Thanks. Hands it back. But um, that's Sam Fatu or Tom Con- Tonga Tom, wrestler, Tom, obviously, Tom in the kid. 80s as the Tonga Kid. Um, and that's not the only NOI family member that you're going to get in here because the Samoans are in there. They're chasing around M. Harry Smilek, that advertiser that Dirk Benedict were talking about, um, where he is – Those the Wild Samoans are being led by a Korean – Angry guy, like mafia mobster guy, who he basically just owes money to. Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim. <clears throat> Look, I don't know what they say to you in Japanese, but Korean is very different, Mr. Smelek. <laughs> I love it. And then they fucking beat up all of his cars. They throw them over cliffs. Yep. This guy can't catch a break. Uh, we also have... <laughs> Let's see, who else is in this movie? Towards the end, we do have Ric Flair... I believe Barry Windham is there. Uh, Bruno Sam Martino. Everybody's there for the main event match. Freddie Blassie. To Freddie Blassie and is there. Sheik, that's right. Sheik Adnan. Oh, that's right. Adnan is there too. Um, but <laughs> the main event match is, of course, pre-gamed by the band Kick. Singular. Kick. And this is where you have that Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling thing that was going on in the 80s that they turned into this movie where he is now going to take his music band on the road, kick, and, hey, guys, I got venues. You're going to be playing festivals. Little do they know they're going to be 
opening for wrestling matches at like fairgrounds and things like that. I like the song American Way. It's the American <laughs> Way. It definitely um, fits. You say so you rewatched the movie? Fuck yeah. How awesome is where is little little Debo or whatever his name is, the 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 giant haystacks Calhoun comes out of the fucking oh, crowd. Yeah. That huge tiny. guy. <laughs> yeah, tiny. Oh my god. And then he has the other guy with those suspenders. I it loved was it. Great, though, that's where it Rowdy was like is a hysterical. heel manager almost. He's like, ah, no, no, you're not winning. He, he fucking interferes. It's fucking great. It was it was great. All of it was fantastic. Um I, I'm it's a shame because the movie actually went straight to VHS. It oh, never it made terrible. it to theaters. Yeah. Uh well, actually not because of that. It actually was because of scripting fighting issues. Um a lot of people who did some of the uh ratings and reviews of it said that it surprisingly was actually a pretty lighthearted comedy and it was relatable. They liked it because people were probably more scared. Well, we, if we don't know wrestling, why would we want to watch it? But you didn't need to understand wrestling that much to understand the, just some people trying to make it in their own personal businesses. You got music, you got advertising, you got guys who like to have their own wrestling talk show. That little, little guy, Vic Carson. Well, it wasn't fucking it Vic wasn't. Carson. Yeah. No, that wasn't him. That was Tim McCluskey. Uh, Tim McCluskey's the little guy. That's right. <laughs> you got to go on the Carson show. Um, Johnny Carson? Can, can, can no, 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 no. Vic Carson. So so the best part was uh, the crowd of the TV show because it was <laughs> I know bikers, it was nuns, and it was more, uh, I, I don't think little people is the, uh, you know, parlance of our time. Sure, anymore, no, but, but. yeah. But you understand what I'm getting at, right? You know, it was the um, most southern wrestling crowd you yeah, could have had. It was like people much. believing so hard. Pretty much. Uh, the messed up thing was that uh, McCluskey, as funny as he was, was very free in his use of a certain word. Uh, we'll say it rhymes with maggot. Yeah. Uh, Every, like, at, like easily half hour he says that word. One of his fans in the crowd had a sign that said it on it. Okay, I missed that. Are you serious? Yes. I do like it because in the middle of the scuffle between um, uh, Smilek and Captain Lou. Yeah. Yeah, that's when. Yeah, and and that but they go, where is he? Kit, Kit, where are you? And he goes, maggot from afar. (laughs) Like you just hear, but it's. Um, yeah, no, a, maybe that's the reason it didn't make it that far. People are like, wow, uh, we could take one of those, but you guys did 17 in like a 45 minute area. Right. <laughs> yeah. I did up. like though, when he beats up the, uh, the main announcer hits him with his cane and <laughs> the then cane. someone else joins in and he's like, Hey, hey all right, here we go. <laughs> so, you know, looking back on this, uh, I, I was, I was also looking at the cast and, uh, I found an, a note that I thought was pretty interesting. Apparently, uh, the cannibals ax and hammer, uh, they staged a real fight with Piper and Fatu when they were filming the last match. So the crowd would get into it. Like they basically, did a work shoot thing. Really? They kind of like went out and just kind of went at it. That just got, you know, the extras involved. Interesting. That's pretty cool. I like I that. See that. I love seeing the barbarian speak. Cause you know, in WCW now you just hear, hush, hush. And then wait, hang on. I got it. 
And if the captain ain't happy, <laughs> we ain't happy. <laughs> and I, I do like, like that dumb. all of a sudden during the middle, <laughs> the big scuffle at the end, which, you know, all the wrestlers now who are at ringside are starting to get involved. <laughs> out of nowhere, Norton Wilshire, whatever his name is, the guy who's running for office starts just turns and just lawyer. starts choking the shit up. <laughs> <laughs> It was so awesome. It was. It, it was terrible. Look, I don't know how anybody could really hate on the movie. It's so good. It's good <laughs> you know, and terrible. What I found interesting was, you know, in a low low budget film, but at the end, yeah. uh, you know, the main event match, Kick is playing in the ring. I didn't yep. know they had that great uh, wireless receivers back in the day because the mic has no cabling. The guitars have no cabling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I like is Barbarian and uh, the other cannibal guy come out and they start beating the shit out of the drum set. And drum. he takes like the right whole here. Tom drum right to the top oh, of his head and hey, throws it out of the man. ring. It was, yeah, dude. And he's like, we don't like these kind of music. <laughs> Gets him in the hospital, all that stuff. God, it was great. It had a Rocky three sense to it, you know, kind of like Mick dies. It, Rocky goes to the hospital, losing to Mister T. Oh, it's just like they that. get their t- they. Yeah, it was awesome, kind of like that. I mean, you know, <laughs> nobody really died, but oh, and there's a niece who likes to color. <laughs> it's, she has nothing to do with the film. I don't get why she's yeah, there. I, yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, write postcards to his. Not really girlfriend, but his girlfriend. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Sincerely, M. Harry Smilak. Smirak? In crayon. Smirak. <laughs> Korean. Very... See, he Look, gets, if he you haven't had the chance a... to watch us lately, and that's get the thing. into he gets it. Him, at the end of the movie, he gets him to wreck Captain Lou's car instead this time. Yep. You see this beauty here? <laughs> you ain't going to have this because you. I'll have you back to Japan before you can say, Egg Fu Young. <laughs> <laughs> it was it's good. a very it was a racist nice and bigoted type movie yeah. wow i think wow. i just realized why it didn't go to theaters <laughs> could be Eish. hey a lot of love to samoans though it really is honestly it's i like it there are a whole lot of anoa'i family members in this yeah. it's kind of cool Afa and sika have no speaking lines not one bit not one the hair looks good the hair looks great some great plaid suits they get to wear the whole time as well. Hey, asshole. Bill's game. One hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, that, I think that's your cue to wrap things up. Um, let's see. Let's see if we can make this as natural as possible. Uh, ODM has five words for you. Eat a dick. Go, Bills. The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by The Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are The Professor, Mark Fantasia, and ODM, Joe Rizzo, with special weekly segments by Nightwing, the analyst, Rashawn Hilton. Without your continued support, it would just be some guys talking wrestling. Feel free to interact with the show on Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, and by email at thetopofwrestling at gmail.com.
<laughs> I will say, we're going to have to speed this along, not only for the Bills game, but I got a crap on deck that could wrap its fucking self around Andre the Giant's neck. All right, let's get moving. I was all right with that. What the fuck? I was actually doing a good job. I had a, I had a fucking, I had a path. I knew where I was going. I had everything laid out. You dickhead. Let's go to the wars. Jesus, come on, man. I was there. All right, taking a break. <laughs> I'm going to need to after that. Like, Wait. You just you, okay. you thought you now were doing we're a good re- job. She she does a good job of exemplifying a Asian-American woman. Uh, a lot of what you see, young lady and culture today. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh it's God. not what I was going for. <laughs> I was saying, doesn't matter what the fuck I was saying. No, I want to hear it now. No, I'm... All right. It's something I won't say on air, okay? But I will say that, for real, there's this girl. You may have seen her at my fucking gigs. The one at Flower City. The little short Asian girl that came in all fucking looking like she was hyped up on cocaine. She's always like, oh, my God, Mark, how are you doing? And then I don't want to do that. Like, and she's just very. Wow, I can't believe I don't know. I don't remember that at all. I'd remember that shit. You may have been drinking. Oh, this is when Tiger was there, though. So a lot of shit was all mixing. In oh, yeah, there's a lot going on that night. Yeah. What I'm saying is. When I'm saying perfect for 2022, I'm saying it's just a character I'm surprised that was never done before. Or it hasn't been done yet, and I like it. It's just a relatable young girl fucking character. Oh, that right. is, they're like, oh my god, that's, that's so kind of what so I was fucking getting to. Like, like but you said I was fucking go to the wars! <laughs> <laughs> like Triple H was at a bar one night, and I was like, look at that dumb bitch. Oh my god, look at that dumb bitch. Look at that. Da- <laughs> Chew, we got an idea for you. Where's NK? Not TK. Where's NK? <laughs> Alright. Way too All much right. shit. Alright. I'm taking a break. I'll be back. Yo, I will say the uh the hidden track's gonna be a lengthy mother.
<laughs> how, how about <laughs> if you say what I tell you to say, I'll sit on your face again. <laughs> no, not the episode name. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I meant. No, no.